run it, run it down my leg. Hello and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper, when your number two turns into a number nine, you'll need the strength of Charmin to clean your behind. <laughs> Uh, right. I've never heard the numbers played with that way. Yeah. So creative. Yes, I'm an innovator in the shit field. Is that you? That's me. Um, you guys have been tweeting at me at the Doug Man. You've been tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. You've been emailing me at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. And I want to talk about an email that I got a little while ago from our good friend uh, Aaron Risbury, who lives out in Australia. We've talked about him before. And um, he told a story about getting back from Bali and then – uh, going out for a jog in the morning. Ooh. And he puts his four-year-old daughter, like, in front of the TV, and he's like, I'm going to be back. Uh, you know, open up the glass door for me when I get back because I don't want to bring my key. He starts jogging, and it hits him within five, ten minutes that he's got a shit. Okay. And he starts heading back home quickly, really, really quickly. And he's he's hustling, hus- he's hustling. He gets back, he, gets, he goes back to the back gate of his house, gets to the back door, and he's like, I- I'm not even going to make it inside. And he shits on the side of the wall, which, ironically, on the other side of that wall is the bathroom. Oh. And just shits all up and down the wall. <laughs> Wait, right outside of the, of the... Yeah, the glass door. He just wasn't going to make it. Oh, my he was, God. It was just... And... He was right there. He was right there, and he couldn't make it. And <laughs> he's, uh... He looks up and sees that his daughter has been watching him. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> and the only thing he could think to say was, don't tell your mom. <laughs> I just thought that was just so amazing. Well, he scarred that kid. Yeah, which also got me thinking, I'm going to be the dad right. who takes my kid in the stall with me. You know, that's just going to be me. Wait, you know, like yeah, when you go out and stuff, be, yeah. you know, like how is it not going to be me? It's going to happen. It's going to happen as soon as we go out. My kid will see, will be around my shits for as long as he or she can't be on their own. Oh, if that, I take them that, out. Listening. They, is that abuse? Absolutely, 100%. Well, what am I supposed to do? How is it not abuse? I'm already, I'm already apologizing to my future. I'm already apologizing to my future child. Listen, the Buddhists say life is suffering. When you bring a child into the world, you need to know that you're bringing someone who's going to suffer. You're giving Oh, my kid's going to suffer. suffer. You're, that's like extreme. I oh, mean, yeah. They're going to really suffer. Yeah. So I think you should. I'm bringing my kid into the danger zone. You should think seriously about not having children. I really should. Yeah. I can, I'm already foreseeing being like, just, just going into a Starbucks with, with if I have multiple kids, just both oh of them in there. Oh God! In the room, not even, and that's like a single. You know, like we're not even talking. There's no. Oh yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There. You're in there with daddy shitting. Oh God! And what would the, what would that do to a child exactly? What would that do do to a child? I have no idea, but it, it can't be good. I mean, close can- your eyes. Don't look at daddy. <laughs> Don't look at daddy. <laughs> and then you'll probably overcompensate in that way. Oh, sure. It's, they'll get a whole complex about it, as if they oh, wouldn't already. Yeah, just, just by having, being my son yeah, yeah. or my daughter. Just genetically. Just genetically, just, just my genes, they will be fucked up anyway. So thank you for the email, Aaron, and thank you for making me think about the future and having a panic attack about something that is not doesn't even exist. Yeah, because you should worry about more things. Yeah. Yeah. I realized that I uh, I was enjoying five minutes of my day. <laughs> And so I needed something. So thanks a lot, Aaron. Uh, anyway, uh, you guys have also been calling us at the shit hotline at 786-HOLD-IT-N. That is the letter N. Guys, I love getting your calls. It's great to hear your stories. Great to hear bathrooms that have saved your life. Times you have pooped yourself, almost pooped yourself. These are all funny things. And I, and I love hearing about your experiences and your questions. So keep sending and calling. 
So we've got a great show for you today. We've got Anthony and Tamanek. This is part one of a two-part episode we're going to do with Anthony because he has so many stories and we want you to hear all of them. They're so great. He is uh, Anthony is a comedian in New York City at the Upright Citizens Brigade. He's a great improviser, great actor. He's been on 30 Rock. He, he's just a hilarious guy and an exceptional storyteller. And I can't wait for you to hear all his stories. But this is part one of Anthony and Tamanek. <laughs> We are here with Anthony Atamnik. Anthony, thank you for doing the show. Thank you. This came to us pretty fortuitously, so I'm excited to have you here. Oh, yeah. I've been seeing you perform for probably five or six years. You're hilarious. I've seen you tell stories. This is a this is a big deal for me, actually. I'm really excited. Oh, so thank thanks you. For it's a big deal for me. I've well, heard you. about this show for a while, and oh. I've been angling to get on it. Well, so so talk to us. You know, and I know I will okay. just get right into it. Let's just get into shit stories. Let's get into shit stories because I know you got them. Okay, so, you know, I love, first off, uh, I think that shitting my pants is the best thing that ever happened to me. Really? <laughs> because it's the ultimate fear. I mean, the yeah. ultimate fear is to shit your pants. I know. And once you've done it as an adult a couple of times, you sort of accept that it's okay. It's like yeah. it's going to happen. You move it, past it. And I feel like it over, It overcame everything for me. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to sort of move in a timeline. Okay. So um, my first great... Uh, pants filling experience <laughs> was when I was in um, fifth grade and I went to a private school in uh, Massachusetts uh-huh. called Fairweather Street School okay. in Cambridge. And um, I'll give you the condensed version of this, but basically it was a May Day sort of gift thing, like a gifting thing to the other students. We had a May Day capture the flag that was going to happen in a park. Okay. And then that night we had a big talent show or a play that was. A bunch of us as actors watching Cheers and then discussing what other stories were told in time. And then we all come back out as various Hindu gods. Wait, what? <laughs> I am not, I, 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 I got to tell you, I'm not following already. Okay. No idea what you're this talking play, This was like the school play. <laughs> and it was like a very hippie school that I yeah. went to. Like it was like no grades, the class, all the grades um, also like were together. So third through fifth was just one block there was no separation just one room one no room. doors yeah literally <laughs> we called our teachers by their first names Whoa. ted and angela and so their <laughs> plays were written by the headmaster <laughs> and they were these like crazy like psychedelic plays <laughs> and one of them was where we pay- played the pantheon of hindu gods and we each introduced ourselves and then it somehow tied into cheers i, I don't remember enough to give you more than okay that. okay so i had a crush on this girl named rachel and so I bought some candies. I said, asked my grandmother what I should do. And she said, get candies and flowers and give it to her. So I was like, all right. <laughs> right? And she, she's like, I wish someone would give them to me. And I was like, all right, bye. That was really <laughs> <laughs> so, so I bought them and I wrote a card from your secret admirer. Right? I mm-hmm. did the like, I like you. I like you a lot. I hope you can know who, will know who I am. Secret admirer. So I leave it in her cubby. She finds it. I see her actively making fun of me with other girls. Oh, geez. And then she ostracizes me, throws the candy and flowers at me, and says, I would never, ever be your girlfriend. Right? Oh. So I drop, I like freak out, and I go hide in one of those, remember those half truck tires? That oh, yeah. Used to have? Sure. I pin myself up inside <laughs> it, and I'm just <laughs> hiding in it. I'm just hiding in oh, the tire. God. Okay? Crying, just crying, right? 
So we had this big black. Um, the only black guy I worked at the school was Joe Boston, and he was the. Uh, his name was Joe, Joe Boston. Boston, and he had a. We used to do animation, and we would. He had a sound studio in his apartment back in like the mid eighties, right? Wow. And he would wow. record Afro pop that he <laughs> made. This is so crazy. He was insane. <laughs> he wore dashikis all the time and the little beanie hat, but he was like, I'm Joe Boston, motherfucker. Like that's how he talked, but he looked like an African national, right? Oh my God. And he hated us. He, hated, he was like, you little white brats. That's where you get on the van and go, little white brats. I'm going to take you, make you do some sports, you little white brats. Right? That's the way he called us. But he liked me. He's like, Anthony, I like you. (laughs) He's like, you're from Chelsea. You're Paul. I like you. Right? Oh, wow. So he came out, and they were all leaving for the capture the flag. And he's like, come on, man. She ain't worth it. She ain't worth it. She got no chest. She got no chest. She's got no chest. You're in fifth grade. Fifth grade. She got no chest, brother. Don't have to worry about it. Oh, my God. Don't have to worry. You go. Come on. Let's play capture the flag. (laughs) Now, I had to take a shit already at that point. From the tension, from the... Sure. Right? The heartbreak. And I also was at this age where, like, I only shit at home. I didn't shit at school. It was all liquid all the time. Like, I had the worst digestion. But But you could also hold it to make it home. I would do a thing called popping a squat that my friend Dave labeled, where I would kneel, push my ankle up into my anus... Me too. Right? Yep. We've talked the about ankle, this on the show. The and swallowing press. it. And the ankle, and I would call oh, it swallowing it. That makes it feel so good. <laughs> oh. And you would feel it. You would feel when you it would feel go, it go back up. up. And then if you did it long enough, if you did like the, I think the third run, like if <laughs> the third run was where you started to get dizzy <laughs> and, yeah. and you were like, you're like actually poisoning your body. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. not healthy. I did that on a regular basis. Like I would have days where I would walk through Boston like someone who got- Lightheaded like, from your own yeah. shit fumes coming through your yeah. body. Like a secret agent who was like stabbed with a polonium fucking tip. Like, <laughs> like I'm like trying to barely get some Somewhere. So we ride in the van, we go, and it's a big capture the flag. Like a good old school one, like part woods, uh-huh. part field. Like it was a great fucking game. So I was a spy. Mm-hmm. So my job was to make my way. You could be one person could have their flag not fully shown. Yep. Right? So I was in enemy lines. And I was like looking around. And meanwhile, I'm just swollen like a fucking ripe cherry. Like, I'm like <laughs> disgustingly bloated with shit. And I'm hiding behind a tree looking and someone slaps me on the back and goes, I got you. And as he does it, I just blast. <laughs> I blast. Like full warmth fills up back of my ass. <laughs> and it was such a freeze moment. Oh and, my God. And so I looked at him, I went, okay. And I'm like, I'm just going to cover this. I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen. Were you wearing shorts? Uh, yeah, no, I was wearing pants. Okay, good. I was wearing pants. And this is full diarrhea, too. Jeans. Full. It was that um, <laughs> lumpy milkshake that never blends. <laughs> yeah. Lumpy milkshake, like a, a, a milkshake yeah, yeah. with 2% milk. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So. We get to the jail, and the jail was a bench. And who's there but Joe, Joe and Boston. Rachel? Rachel's the jailer on the other team. Oh my god! So she's standing there, and now I'm like, oh my god! Pants full of shit. My pants are full of shit. Rachel's right here. <laughs> I've got to stink like shit. Oh my god! Right. So I go to sit on the bench, <laughs> and the shit squishes out the top. Oh, Jesus Christ. She, 
She starts shrieking. She's shrieking. And Joe Boston's like, you shit your pants? You shit your pants? You're disgusting. You're disgusting. You shit your pants. Loses it. Yeah, there's no like support. There's no adult like, it's okay. This is what happens. He's like, he shit his pants. Yeah, it was like, oh. He's like, oh my God. He goes, oh man. He goes, we got to get you home. We got to get you back to the school. He's like, and he's grumbling the entire way. Like I could drive this fucking kid in my van all the way back. He takes cardboard from the parking lot and puts it in the like, dirty street cardboard. <laughs> to put on you. Put on me so that I won't shit cover. And he's like, don't move. <laughs> and so I'm like bracing myself in the van. Oh, poor kid. And I'm like riding back to oh the empty God. school. Now this is May 1st, so school's almost over. It's a private school. So yeah. it ends like in two weeks. So I get there. Ted, the headmaster's there, and he's like, well, go in the bathroom, Anthony, and clean up. And then he goes, do you need me to help? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. I shut the door, and I take off, and I have, like, it's shit's everywhere on me. So I literally <laughs> climb into the sink and just run water on myself, wipe into the toilet. I use all the toilet paper. All I use everything in there. And I finally clean myself off. It takes me 40 minutes to do it. Because I'm also in fifth grade. Yeah. So my capacity to, like, manage myself... Also, are you panicky? Are you aware? Are you crying? Are you I, are you distraught I, at this point? Or are you just are still in shock at this, this happened? point? No, at this point, I learned something that would then come into play for the rest of my life, which was once, once the act has happened, you it's just about damage control, right? So the crying and the self pity and all that shit has to go because you've got to get the shit off of your body. It's pretty mature, actually. Yeah, yeah. and so that was it. And I remember learning, too, that the ball sack catches shit. Like, the ball... They, if they had <laughs> taken human ball sacks and used them to soak up the oil in the BP oil spill, it would have been, like, Because <laughs> ball sacks hold shit. I remember... I would wipe it. Like, how could there be more shit in my balls? <laughs> just just yeah. forever. You could, you could wipe. You can wipe your fucking balls yes. and shit can come for just two it's, months. Yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. And you know what? That's why. Like now, I mean, I've had a ball dip where it goes in the toilet. You know, <laughs> yeah, your balls hang so low they drop into the water. That is exceptionally low. <laughs> no, oh, that my balls are disgusting. But like, um, and washing them, like you have to really like soak them in something. Yeah. So I have a cup now at my house <laughs> that is a ball soaking cup. Like and in I, the shower, I put a little soap in there and I soak my balls. In <laughs> that shit's got to be clean. Oh my god. So I finish, and Ted goes, well, we have some clothes for you. And the clothes are lost and found clothes, which have all been claimed. Because the school's cleaning out. Yeah. Snow pant overall <laughs> in May. And, like, a little, like, Pepsi T-shirt. So I looked like an African kid from, like, I looked like some fucking distended bellied fucking weirdo from Kenya and like I walked the rest of the day in snow pants and this t-shirt the end of the story is that we do the play that night and I'm dressed as Krishna and she was playing Kali the girl right? and when it was time for us to all dance around Kali and we all had to like touch her or something and she was just wearing this little like uh fucking sheet yeah I don't know what she was thinking someone like tapped it and like it just came undone oh. she had nothing on underneath she had just put it on with no 
underwear, no nothing. Oh, oh my God. So in front of the whole school, all the parents, the, like this is the big performance. She was butt naked and just turned like bright red. And I just looked, I, in my mind, I was like, fuck you. I was like, That's fuck Hindu karma. you. That happened that's in the karma. same day. That all happened in the same day. Okay. That's the most active fifth grade day that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the most that's ever happened. That's a whole season of Wonder Years in one. <laughs> it was, in, that was, that was the that's first. That's amazing. So this that was, is instant karma though. It's a great point. So now in seventh grade, I meet my best friend Dave Boulevard, and which means puff pastry in French. And I like to say that because he hates that I say that. <laughs> and Dave, I thought, was retarded. Uh, I truly thought he had Down syndrome. I don't mean that like a joke. Uh, he was my Latin teacher's son, Mrs. Boulevard, and I was failing Latin. And he would sit on this thing called the structure at this other private school, Glen Urquhart, I went to. Well, he, he would sit out soccer. And I always thought, because he had very sunken eyes and like very dark here, and uh, he was sort of round. And I thought he had Down syndrome. Okay. So I hated doing soccer. And I thought, well, maybe I can like just hang with the retarded kid. And like, <laughs> oh, that's literally what I thought. And I thought, maybe if I befriend him, I'll get a better grade in Latin. So I go over, and I'm like, oh my God, he's not retarded. He's yeah. just a fat, weird looking kid. We start talking, and he's John and John and John. And what's weird is that he actually talks more than I do. And we got along, like, immediately, right? Yeah. So we started hanging out. My grades don't improve in Latin. Mrs. Yeah. Boulevant Could care less that you're friends with her. Could, could care less. I mean, she's like a second mother to me. And, like, literally, she did once, though, go, I'm giving you a D, and you should get an F. Wow. Wow. She's like, but I'm not going to fuck with you. I was like, thank you, Mrs. B. <laughs> you know how you have, your first, you have a best friend? Mm-hmm. Uh, a male best friend at that age, the sleepover is like the very important sort of groundbreaker. Like if you can have a good sleepover, then you're probably going to have a good friendship, right? Yeah, your soulmates. So my grandparents lived upstairs for me and they were in Florida. So uh, Dave uh, comes over and we're like, oh, we'll crash out in my grandparents' bedroom because they slept, I Love Lucy style, they had two separate beds. Yeah. So I'm like, we can stay, each have a bed, be perfect, right? So we're hanging out, and uh, my parents weren't home, or some, I think they weren't home, or we were just alone up in the apartment. And um, we started freaking ourselves out. We had watched um, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and we were freaking ourselves out that Kruger was out in the hall. And yeah. we were truly, like, actually scaring ourselves, yeah. right? So I had these, like, little blue sort of um, pajama pants, right? And I had to take a shit, but, like, I didn't want to get up and leave to go to the hall because I was freaked out. So Dave's like, I'll grab some slippers. We'll open the door. I'll throw the slippers quick. You run into the bathroom. Like, we're being like yeah, idiots. Yeah, 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 no. So we do it, right? So I go into the bathroom. He throws the slippers. He's like, go, go. Like, go <laughs> the bathroom, right? And I stand in there, and I'm standing in the little bathroom foyer, and I think Dave has gone back to the bedroom, right? He fucking scares. He comes up behind me and slaps me on the back and goes, gotcha, right? <laughs> and I shit. <laughs> another slap on the back too another slap on the back another gotcha another gotcha you got like a button on you so I have a, like a shit button on my back right oh my shoulder God. so I shit immediately and again it's not noticeable at first but I I, I change my demeanor goes oh <laughs> and Dave looks at me and he goes what and I look down and I shake my fucking pant leg and shit drops out the oh, bottom of oh. So, so he's like, what the 
fuck? And I'm like, dude, dude, come on, you scared me. You scared me. And he starts laughing. So I go clean up. And to this day, if we're hanging out and something's weird or whatever, yeah. or someone's being weird, he or I will look at each other and go, Shake a leg, dude. And it's, and it's like, that's our phrase to each other when shit's awkward. That's yeah, amazing. And you're still friends with him? Oh, he's, I mean, he's my brother, yeah. Oh, my he's, God. He's the best, yeah. So, wow. Okay. Now, at this time also, my diet is eating at Burger King or Chili's every day. Yeah. Um, not, I make tacos every night for myself. I refuse to eat my mother's food. And I'm drinking a liter of Dr. Pepper a day and a pack of Bubblicious watermelon bubblegum a day. Oh. Are you are you obese or are you No, I'm rail like I'm rail thin. I'm like mm. I looked like an anorexic kid when I was a kid. Wow. Like I and I and you and just I ate, ate garbage. And I ate garbage, just ate garbage and, and you're shit. also it's always diarrhea. Always just loose diarrhea. Like a <laughs> solid shit. I thought there was something wrong with me when I took a solid shit. I was like, what's wrong? It's supposed wow. to be fucking supposed to come out like soup. Time. Yeah, it's supposed to be soupy and like loose yeah. fucking peppers and corn. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. So I remember shredding lettuce on tacos and then just knowing in four hours I was gonna be like, well, there's that shredded lettuce again. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay, so now it's my senior year in high school. Uh-huh. And Friendships and dynamics have changed. At this point, Dave and I were not so close. I sort of, I now am at a public school that Dave was going to after the private school because he lived in this town called Hamilton, Mass. So um, we all went, but then I sort of, uh, being the only Jew in the school, mm-hmm. I felt the need to really sort of um, reach out to the wasps and sort of become part of that popular twining salt and stall prop crowd right like the real like the money people like the people who make the country run money right so i sort of jettisoned dave a little bit okay even though we were like all sort of gothy when the like we used to call it alt alternative back in the day uh but i ran with this crowd now so dave's sort of out of the picture his ex-girlfriend jen we're at her house okay she had a huge front yard and we were playing uh like wiffle ball in Uh the you know, in the front yard. But Dave isn't there. But Dave's not there. So um, it's all my friend Ben Twining and, and uh, uh, Tim McNamara, all these other sort of people, right, who I was trying to fit in with. And I was in the outfield. I didn't, again, there's a couple of themes here, which is I don't f- like sports. Yes. I fucking hate sports, and I hate, like, uh, getting surprised. <laughs> um, and I have to and wash And don't my, touch my back. And don't touch my back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm out there, and again, I'm still, even a senior year, I'm like, I feel like I can't shit at Jen's house. I, I tried to go in and shit, but they had a, a you, it was one of those houses where you could only use one bathroom. They wouldn't let you use the yeah. other fucking bathrooms. Uh-huh. And they were both down in the converted basement watching TV, and the um, bathroom was right behind the TV. So you're, you're basically like, on display. I'm on display, and I'm going to blast it out like, yeah. It's loud. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. lots of fart bubbles in there, yeah. lots of gas. <laughs> yeah. This is not yeah. a subtle quiet You're on thing. a taco meat diet. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, and I didn't really understand flush as you go yet. Like, I sort of just didn't – that concept hadn't hit my mind yet of, like, you could just keep flushing yeah. all your shit, which was a great discovery. And um, so I'm out there in the outfield. I'm swelling again, swelling like a fucking ripe peach in the sun. <laughs> and I'm thinking – if I finish in the next 20 minutes, I could get in my car, drive the half hour it takes to get back to my house, and take a shit. So I'm good. Okay. 
Wow. I'm oh. in the outfield. They hit a ball. Ball goes out. It's coming to me. Okay? I look up <laughs> to grab it. And I go to grab it. And as I grab it, I sort of squat down and I just <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit fully, fully shit. <laughs> I've, I've got shorts on. Oh, my oh, God. No. But I got tidy whities containing it. Oh, good. So it's holding it in. It's holding it For in. For now. I walk. I do like a minister ministry of silly walks walk. I walk. I literally take the whiff, the ball and just throw it down. Yeah. And I go, I got to go. I got to go to the bathroom. And they're like, what? I'm like, I got to go. And I walked with my knees bent. Like I walked in a <laughs> sitting position across the field. Because I didn't across want it to. all these people. Yeah, because I didn't want it to drip down my legs. Sure. They're all just like, what are you doing? And I, but I'm again on a mission now. Yeah. Fuck this. I'd rather they be angry about this because I don't want them to know about the shit. Right. So I fucking walk into the converted basement. They're watching TV. I look at them. They're like, Anthony. I'm like, I got to use the bathroom. I go into the bathroom, shut the door, sit down, uh, I pull my pants down to check out the damage. It's full. Like, it looks like a brown diaper. Like, it just looks like, <laughs> it looks like I wore brown underwear. And it, oh. It's full shit. <laughs> Now, I don't know. A, how, it's just a Lipton tea bag. That yeah, <laughs> and it, and here's what I don't: it, a wet Lipton. Yeah, tea yeah, bag. yeah. There's only just a tiny stripe in the shorts, so I'm like, good. I can wear the shorts. A little stripe doesn't matter. Like there's just a little stripe of shit that it leaked through. Oh, okay. That's okay. like that leaked through. That's you know, minor. come on. That's just that's, that's just wearing underwear. That's where yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. so I take off the shorts gingerly, and I look around. There is a little leaf of toilet paper. <laughs> one leaf, oh. no backup TP, two tiny washcloths, and that's it. <sighs> now, I am more concerned about covering it up than I am about proper cleaning. Cleaning. So I pull off the underwear, put it on the floor, I sit in the sink, and just wash myself in the sink. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just washing yeah. in the Smart. sink. Yeah. Washy, washing, use the washcloth, use the pump soap, wipe myself all off. So I'm good. I'm yeah. clean. Again, second time, ball sack, covered in shit. It, and there was a moment where I truly was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, pull it up. And I'm like, how is there more shit here? It's like ridiculous. It's like a so, squeegee. Uh, they, and at this point, they've said to me, they're like, Anthony, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. These I'll are her be parents? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Like, and they're getting frustrated. Yeah. So I look, I go, where the fuck am I going to put the underwear? I look, and there's a window, and the window leads to the woods. So I go, okay, I'll throw the underwear out into the woods, mm. uh-huh. and I've disposed of it. But then I thought, okay, what if someone finds it back there, and they think someone was, like, molested or raped <laughs> there? What if they can trace the underwear back to me? Uh-huh. While I was looking out the window, I see that behind the washer and dryer that was in the bathroom, I didn't mention that, there's like a little toy covered in a cake of dust. There's another thing covered in a cake of dust. And I went, took the underwear, just dropped it behind the washer dryer. Go get your dust underwear. Ooh. I figured no one's been checking back there. Wow. Yep. No one will know. This is great. Right? Did you clean them Perfect. off at all? Nope. Just full shit-filled <laughs> underwear sitting behind the fucking washer-dryer. Jen complained the next week at school. She's like, God, my parents don't know what to do. It's like, really, it, there's like a foul smell in the bathroom. 
Oh my god! Oh and it was my, my rotting shit. Do you think for a second she was trying to feel you out because her parents no. did know that you were in there for a while, and then things started to change in that bathroom? You let think it, the parents said something to her? I don't me, know. She let just, me like, give you the the call the callback. Five years later, we all get back together, this old crew. Yeah, and we go to hang out at her house, which her parents are selling. And I'm hanging out. We're all like doing a sleepover in the recessed basement, in the converted yeah. basement. So I go into the bathroom. And I'm pissing. I go, something horrible happened in here once. Like, I had forgotten. And I was like, oh, yeah. It came yeah. back to you. I peek behind the fucking washer-dryer. Still there. <laughs> what did they look like? Just like a twisted. You know what it would look like? You know those twists you get at a donut shop? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It looked like that. Oh. Like a loose twist. The fact that it smelled so long in that bathroom. And they just never thought to. I mean, it's not a big bathroom. All they had to do was look, like yeah, two places. Yeah, they just let it just stink there forever. <laughs> yeah, they just let it. Smell I wonder if like that brought the value of the house down at all. They were trying to sell it. <laughs> yeah. know, no, because shit. Here. Well, you know that. Well, stops. When you, stop when you stop. walk by dog shit, if it has that protective crust, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. But if you break it open, the freshness comes out. Yeah, and that did was my ever, logic. What? Did you ever tell her? No, that's why I wanted to. Okay, I, I should tell. Were her you still friends point. with her? Yeah, but now we're not particularly good friends. Uh huh. But yeah, there's a, there's a weird addendum there where when they moved out, the underwear triggered something with the brother, and the brother had been sexually abused in the family. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, wait! Whoa, the whoa, underwear whoa. triggered something. So wait, someone found the underwear when they moved out. Yeah, when they moved, they moved they everything. Moved, they moved everything up, and, the, and it created this. Dave had called me and told me this. He was like... Did Dave know the story about you shitting in there? No, he just said they found this soiled underwear in the bathroom and my brother <laughs> freaked out. And I was like, that was my underwear, dude. And he was like... <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. Did someone go to jail for your underwear? No, 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 no. He was being it was molested? just a big confrontation. Yeah. I think it was either that the father overlooked it and someone else was doing it or the father did it. But I think it might have been the first one. Oh, wait, but I don't it? know the full details of it because I, I just never pursued it. Um, okay. All right, let's keep going. All right, okay. So... That's three. Okay, so that's three. <laughs> All right, well, that was part one of Anthony Tamnik. That was awesome. It, it, oh, my God. It's already rapid fire, and there's more to come. Yeah, yeah, there is more to come. <laughs> it, this is like an explosive diarrhea of stories. <laughs> so funny, so great. Like, just like your first love, your first crush on a girl. And just getting the, just that just raw rejection that he received, only to follow it up with shitting himself. <laughs> He'd already gotten rejected. If that wasn't enough, teacher, the guy, the bus driver, he's supposed to, he's the one guy who's supposed to have your back. The adult yeah. is supposed to come in and, and normalize it for you and say it's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. And he was like, "You shit yourself." You punished him yeah. for it. I mean, he kind of had his back a little bit. He's like, we got to get you out of here. Except he was just like, don't sit on my fucking guard. <laughs> well, I mean, sit on this dirty all, box. In all fairness, I probably would have laid down the dirty box. Too. You got to. But like, he, he could have been a little bit more supportive. Sure, he definitely could have. But it's she so, got hers. Huh? She definitely got hers. So often, not the case. Yeah, she'll Spectacle have and yeah. about that her whole life. Yeah. Whereas like, he shit his pants a bunch of times afterwards. Yeah, he would go on to do <laughs> way worse to himself. Yeah. Whereas that's probably the worst that ever happened to her. She lived out the classic nightmare about school. Amazing. Is when all of a sudden you're up in front of the class it's and amazing. you have no clothes on. I know. It's amazing. It, and it happened that day. That's unbelievable. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Shit karma, baby. Sharma. <laughs> um, 
So that was part one of Anthony Tamanek. Be sure to listen to part two, which will be out next week. If you haven't seen Anthony Tamanek perform, I highly suggest it. If you're in New York City, check out his Twitter and go see him at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater or wherever else he is. It is incredible to watch. He is truly hilarious. Thank you guys for listening. Keep emailing me at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. Keep tweeting at me at the Dougman, tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen, and calling me on the shit hotline at 786-HOLD-IT-N. That is the letter N. Love hearing all your stories. Rate the show on iTunes, and if you haven't subscribed already and you're a listener, please do that. It helps bump the show up in the rankings, and more people will hear about it, and it'll just make Jack and I feel better about ourselves. Uh, we have another great show for you next week. It'll be part two of Anthony and Tamanik, as I said. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. Oh, my God.